Oh, wait, Dave, you want to you want to tell everyone to uh, subscribe, rate and review? Oh, hey, everybody. It's your boy, Dave. Just want to let you know that this whole podcast thing doesn't mean jack unless you rate, review and subscribe. So do your thing. Rate, review and subscribe. You had a perfect opportunity to make a jack cheese joke. The hell is a podcast? I mean, when you just tape it, what are you doing? What's up, boners? <laughs> Do I have to actually leave the meeting? Yeah. I think the moment has passed. Damn it. Late night getting home means late bedtime, late toy pickup. Everything gets pushed back. You, t- you pick up your son's toys? No, but I have to lead the charge. God damn. Sounds like you're not doing the preemptive parenting. It's more reactive is what it sounds like to me as a, as a dad myself. As a Parenting 101 team. right there. Yeah. Sounds like you should be doing a little more teaching and a little less doing. Maybe you should pick up your own toys. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. If he sees you picking up your, I don't know, what do you play with, like a whoopee cushion or something? If he sees you picking that up and putting it into a giant treasure chest-like box, maybe he will be inclined to do the same. You say that, he does. He mimics everything that I do. Yeah. So Everything. Well, everything. Dave, you're working from home now, right? No, today I was at the state capitol for the, uh, all, the riot, all the planned riots that uh, didn't happen. We'll get, it, we'll get to that in a second. My, my... <laughs> Did I open up too much of a can of worms right there? The, re- the reason I asked was I would like to follow this premise of Zach's that like, if you have all your camera gear laying about and you've got your shit in the middle of the floor and you're, you haven't put your work gear away, that maybe you're teaching your son that it's okay to leave his toys wherever they may lay and uh, you're perpetuating this lifestyle of messiness. Wait, what camera gear are you talking about? My camera gear. What do you mean? You're talking to, to me? It, I bring it home every day. My my you, camera gear. Oh yeah. So, like, if you were to eat a big like a big wheel of cheese, would he also eat a big wheel of cheese? Well, food is different. It's tough to. He doesn't really eat, so it's tough to. Uh, I guess he's like his father in that regard too. But uh, yeah, he uh, he's not. Nick, much I thought, of it I thought you were saying that all my food. camera stuff was on the ground. I'm like, what? What are you looking at? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, no, two, two, all, two things. I bring all my stuff home. I bring all my camera gear home. And Dave then, is also a cameraman, world, Zach. In Nick's world, I just throw it on the floor in my house, <laughs> completely assuming that my infant son won't destroy my camera. You call him a, if if he's a cam- do you know what in Japan they call um like businessmen? Do you know what the like term is that, that they're referred to? Samurais? No, they're called salary men. I'm a salary man. I like you make, that. You make a salary? I can get down with that. Yeah. So not not the, not to be confused with salary man, which is I think it's probably a thing. Or a salamander. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a slippery Absol- slope. Absolutely. There. You throw an extra letter in there and all of a sudden you're a salamander. <laughs> I did see you throw a piece of cheese at your son, Dave. That was uh what was going yeah, on he- there. He ate half that piece of cheese too. Swiss is Swiss not the worst cheese, man. I don't get any use to Swiss. If you're eating slices, I mean, on a sandwich, you're probably okay. But I'm never eating a slice of Swiss. 
Oh God, I got it because I was making pastrami. I got pastrami to go accompany it, and I thought, you know, pastrami Swiss they go hand in hand. You always get more Swiss than you need, and then you got four slices of Swiss that'll stay in your fridge until you throw them at your son. What is the worst cheese? We always talk about the best of things. What's the worst cheese? Human. Okay. Jeez. Yeah, crotch cheese. <laughs> no, that's different. <laughs> so that's where this podcast is going crotch today? Cheese. Crotch yes. cheese. Crotch cheese. No what? one's ever called it crotch cheese. <laughs> what do you mean? I just called it that. I've been calling it that. You're, you know, you're out in the wild for not. You don't even have to be in the wild, but you're just you're working all day long. You, you might get a little, a little crotch cheese. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. I think soft cheeses are disgusting, Nick. I don't really like soft cheeses. Like what? Like, like blue like cheese, brie? brie. Yeah, brie, blue cheese. Well, I don't know. Blue, blue cheese, cheese might be different. Yeah. I don't really well, know. I'm not super cultured when it comes to my cheeses. I'm on worstcheeses.com and I have a list of the top 10 worst cheeses. Shall we go mm-hmm. through this? That's not yes. a .org. .com. Wow. Worstcheeses.com. Uh, Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Number 10, Monterey Jack. I like I like Monterey Jack. Yeah, Monterey Jack is is pretty is is pretty vanilla, you know. Yeah. Well, I think that's why it's 10. Like, it's, yeah. not the, it's not terrible. 10 is, you know, it's on the list, but it's, it's not everyone's favorite. But it's definitely well, not top five worst can, cheeses. Can you go to how many cheeses are there? Dot- yes, I was thinking the exact same thing. Because- I need to know how big of a cheese wheel we're working with. <laughs> like how big a rat tenth, we got here. Yeah, if it's the 10th worst cheese and there's 20 cheeses, then, you, uh, you know, that's a different story. All right, I am at howmanycheesesarethere.com, and it says there are 1,800 different types of cheese in the world. I'm on it, too, and it redirected me to Lemon Party. And Monterey Jack is the 10th worst of all of them. That's pretty bad. I dispute that, but okay, continue. All right, number nine, Pannier. P-A-N-E-E-R. Shout out to Sarah Zendanam. She's a big fan of this type of cheese. Oh, I've never even heard of it. Fake cheese. It's very Persian. What what does that mean? Is there like dill in it? Uh that coriander. means coriander. Coriander. Coriander, yeah. Its name comes from the Persian and Turkish word for cheese. So it's literally cheese, cheese. in Persian. Wait, can we pause for a second? Can we pause for a second and talk about so Sarah posted on Twitter, Sarah Zendanam, for those not in the know, a former new former newsie with us in Grand Junction. She posted a, a, a link to the Mets GM who got fired. And her she wrote in her tweet, you know, so-and-so Mets GM was fired after sending a picture of his, you know sending an unsolicited picture to a reporter of his dot, dot, dot. And like, it was like a fill in the blank. And I wrote gam, gam. Cockfight. What are you looking for? You guys don't call it that? Gam, gam. Do you know the story? Cockfight. 
He sent an unsolicited picture of his gam gam to a reporter. We listen. We know the story. We he he sent a penis picture to a yeah. reporter. What are what where are you getting gam gam? What is what is the joke? <laughs> oh, if you gotta ask, man. What what movie are you? It's a movie reference. It's gotta be then, huh? No, it's not like a gam gam. Like you call your gam gam. Oh, this must be an like Italian thing or a, 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 an Edgecombe family type thing? No, I don't have a game, yeah. I'm so confused right now. I just, I thought you guys got comedy, but whatever. You don't have a gam gam? No. How does that I relate to the Mets? You're going to listen to pictures of it and send it to people. Unsolicited, are- no less. If you're already dipping into the Mr. Pibbs right now, I would understand. But this is like straight notes page in an Austin kitchen status right now. You are leaving us all in the dust, my friend. Yeah. What's number eight? Yeah, move on. (laughs) Number eight. Worst cheeses. Pimento. A staple in the South. Yeah. Pimento. I I don't think that's... Worstcheeses.com, man. Yeah, I guess it's, that's canon then. I can't really, uh, can't really change that. Mento, though, that's the, uh, that's what they do for uh, the, masters, the masters, right? Yeah, yeah they just serve like bread and cheese. Where Mento imagine cheese you, sandwiches? It's imagine you get locked into like a tradition, uh, or like some sort of like habit, and now pimento, like a cheese sandwich, is your thing. Probably the most. Like, it's cool, and everyone acts like it's you're getting, you know, a four-course meal by ordering a $1.75 cheese sandwich, and it's the greatest thing that's ever happened. Like, now they can't ever get off that. They can't be like, hey, have the filet mignon, the master's filet, or, you know, something that's actually good. They just have to do the pimento set. It's like that guy. You know that guy who blew up from um, skateboarding with the cranberry juice? Dog face. Yeah. Dog face. Yeah. yeah. Now that dude just has to roll with cranberry juice wherever he goes because people are expecting him to just always have cranberry juice with him. It's like that's what the masters is pimento cheese. You couldn't even get a better cheese for your cheese sandwich. I just think it's it's unfortunate for them that they're stuck with pimento. So I guess you're right. It it does belong in the top ten. That's a great point. And it's also the funny right, thing right. about that is that is a long, a long ranging um hell for the masters because it's been the master's sandwich for the length of time the internet makes it much easier to become famous for something stupid like longboarding with cranberry juice so it's like you got to be careful these days you don't get pigeonholed into being famous for being the guy that wears i don't know thick sunglasses but for uh for the for the masters to have held on to pimento cheese sandwiches for so long it's actually kind of impressive have you spoken to anybody who's ever been to the masters no they're unsufferable insufferable yeah and and uh yeah I, I agree i know at least one person and they tell you about their precious cheese sandwiches until the cows come home oh and it was only two dollars yeah it's a cheese sandwich <laughs> which more were you going to pay is there any other crappy uh, sports food that got like pigeonholed like that I'm thinking maybe strawberries and cream at Wimbledon. Like who well, on a hot summer day wants melting cream? I guess the strawberries are okay. Yeah, dude. 
I've never heard that. Strawberries and cream at the at Wimbledon. I thought Wimbledon was just all beans and toast. Yeah, that's just England. Yeah, well, I think uh, baseball has helped out the hot dog industry tremendously, and thus the oh, Dodger, Dodger dog. dog. I've had a Dodger dog. Six like I got, but he missed it on the interior. Defensive closeout for oh. Brooklyn. <laughs> that was my favorite drop yet. <laughs> 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 oh, listen! To, oh, yeah, I like where this is going. Oh, it's just play by play. Don't mind me. That's just another uh, browser open. The uh, which, by the way, the Cavs beat the Nets tonight. And actually, this brings me to a point I wanted to make, Dave. I wanted to apo- close out by Brooklyn. I wanted to. I wanted to apologize to you for uh, stomping all over your the the take you wanted to make in the wake of the Houston Harden trade to Brooklyn. Because we didn't have time to get into any of that last week, so I just basically roundhouse kicked you out of the podcast at the end of the uh, at the end of the show last week. Would you like to talk about your thoughts of uh, on Houston trading James Harden to the Nets and what this might look like? Keeping in mind that they lost their first game, Durant, Harden, and Kyrie all playing together to the Cavaliers in double overtime. Well, it's no secret I'm not a huge fan of either of those three guys. But I'll I will be the voice of reason, I suppose, and to say that when the big three and Bosch, Wade, and LeBron got together, and we thought, and they started out the season rough, and we thought, oh, can't play with each other. I, I think you have to give them some time to figure out who needs to do what, and you know, you have to at least give them a chance to figure each other out and see who needs to do more and who needs to do less. I'm I still have my doubts that either one of those guys can be can do the Chris Bosch and say I'm great but I'll do less uh, I, I have my doubts about that but I mean maybe they'll prove me wrong but I, I don't think they will Zach thoughts um my favorite commentary is it took one one game exactly one game or maybe even less for all of Twitter NBA Twitter to be like look at Look at Harden and, and Durant. They're already building chemistry. And it's like, you do know that they've been around and played on the same team for a thousand years, right? Yeah, that's slept on, but that's a good point. The fact that they knew each other when they were like 22 and then yeah. they just took a little hiatus from each other. And Kyrie's, the, the, Kyrie's the X factor in this whole equation. Dude, I don't want any of those guys on my team. <laughs> well, maybe Durant. Yeah, I was going to say, Durant, I mean, Durant to get you buckets, man. Yeah, I mean, and he's not, he's not causing a fuss. Like, yeah, he'll go – he'll snake and go to a, a winning team, which I, I honestly really never had a huge problem with. Um, but but he's not, like, demanding – I can't see him ever demanding a trade. Wait, did he do that already? I, you know, I heard that he, he'd kind of forced his way out of Golden State, but at the same time, Golden State did him dirty with that Achilles injury and putting him back on the floor. So I, I wasn't really – I think he was well within his his rights, so to speak, to to want out and to go elsewhere. He'd done plenty for Golden State, and that was well, never his team. He's been a mercenary since he left Oklahoma City, and even the way he left Oklahoma City was, I want to be here for life. Oh, wait, I need to win a championship, and I can't do it by myself. I'm going to Golden State. You you kind of mentioned it, Dave, and I like Kyrie Irving isn't just the X factor in, on his own team. He's the like incumbent wild card of the entire league. No one knows what Kyrie's going to do next. I'm not sure Kyrie even knows what he's going to do next, but he could 
the thing about the way he plays the game is he could either tank that entire experiment or he could make it work because if he's the one that's willing to step back and actually play point guard for the first time in maybe his career, or at least since he left uh, LeBron's side, I could see how that team might be able to put it all together. I just don't know if Kyrie's capable of it. I hope he tanks it. I hope he tanks it too. I do. I really do. And I hate to say it. Like I, I hate don't. to root. I hate to root I against don't. people. I hate to root against people, but you what don't. Guy, you are, I like yeah. rooting against. Yeah, I. Uh, Kyrie, in particular. I mean, Kyrie's a great finisher. I mean, you know, he's got an unbelievable handle. He's great at the rim. Blah 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 blah. I don't think he's a smart basketball player. And I'm not going to say he went to Duke, all right? He went to Duke the same way that I went to, you know, I, I, spent, a, I spent a weekend at Quinnipiac visiting my brother. I went to Quinnipiac, all right? Like, I, What's the campus like up at QP? I had a lot of fun. I had a blast. How old were you? I was a senior in high school, junior in high school. Uh, nothing better than taking the trip up to see your brother as a senior in high school to a college campus. It's like, the, it's like opening your eyes to a brand new world. And yeah, it sure was, man. It was, uh, it was fun. I liked college. Even in high school, I liked college. The seventh worst cheese. <laughs> Reggianito from the country of Argentina. Not, no, not a cheese country. No, it's, their, it's like their version of Parmesan that's made in Italy. They just don't have the grain or, or the um, milk or the things that you need to actually make. Well, then don't make it. Parmesan. Yeah. Don't what do you – sounds like you made cardboard. I don't have a motherboard and uh, a bunch of little spark plugs and all that shit, so I'm not going to build a computer. I'm not trying to build a computer and then, and then can't figure out why I can't log on to the internet with just like – because I don't have the pieces, man. So I'm not going to try. If you don't have the things to make a good cheese, why are you trying to make the cheese? Argentina. Do you think computers have spark plugs? I couldn't think of another computer part in the moment. So I said motherboard and then uh, <laughs> and then I couldn't think do of Do they have board. a motherboard? <laughs> yes, that I do know. There's no fatherboard though. That's that's what I would like to create. Boy, good point right there. Good point. Well said. Well said. Thank you. We, uh, I, we were talking about the NBA, and um, I don't know. Did you guys see this latest report that they're now banning hugging after games? No. This was, so this was, this was a thing that they were supposed to be uh, enforcing since the beginning of the season, but they kind of just hadn't been. They, they, it's the same thing that the NFL did um, in banning jersey swaps after the game. For whatever reason, these leagues think that the playing of the 48 minutes of basketball is fine contact in the world of a deadly pandemic. However, if once the game is over, you hug your friend, that's the thing that's going to be the tipping point as to who catches the virus and who doesn't. And I just think that's laughable. And I, and I, it's the first time, it's the first time I've looked at the NBA since they got the bubble, right? Like they got it 100% right. It's the first time I've looked at the NBA and been like, what the hell are we doing? What, what are we doing? Why the are we NBA playing specifically? The NBA yes. specifically. Yes. And they're in the middle of an outbreak. Like it's the, uh, most of the teams are dealing with uh, one or more 
players positive test or testing positive for COVID. So obviously they're, they're dealing with the same type of stuff that um, any of these leagues that have done traveling are dealing with now. And they're trying to curb it by banning hugging. The drop in the bucket is what, is what Nick says. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I don't really want to go down the COVID rabbit hole with the what's acceptable and what makes sense. Cause none of it makes any sense. It's like, well, you wash your hands before you eat, but you don't wash your hands after you eat. And you know, I'm not going to wash that. your hands before you go to the bathroom, but not after. Exactly. Exactly. Brick killed a guy. You were and at the Capitol today, Dave. You were at the Texas Capitol. You want to talk about that? Not particularly. Well, I, I did have a security detail with me though. I will share this. These two, we had a couple of, uh, I'll share what I can. I'll redact what I have to. Um, we had a, a station, my station hired a security firm to like follow us to watch our six, as they say in the biz, That's their, their biz, not my biz. Um, and so there was these two dudes. I thought they were going to be like, you know, guys wear like, you know, like uh, not rent-a-cops, but like security guys wearing like security uniforms kind of thing. And no, they were like plain clothes, like former military murderers. And they come out of the station and I'm not allowed into the station either. So they come out and they meet me on the street. My station is really close to where the state capital is in downtown Austin, Texas. And they come out and the first things they say to us is they introduce themselves. Big guy. This dude was big, probably six five two sixty this is a big guy introduces himself as carburetor i like it second guy wearing a panama hat says you can call me panama dead on nickname what hat that just says panama (laughs) like the country yeah yeah a good old-fashioned good old-fashioned panama hat the big brick letters that says Panama on it. Boy, that's a good, that's a good marketing. That's a good hat right there. Panama. But so they had these massive security guards and they were so legit. They were so legit that when we were walking around and granted there were, there was nobody protesting. There were more, there were more hired security firms than there were like protesters just cause you know, it did nothing happened. And I would be crossing the street. And so I'm carrying all my gear. I got a live view on, I'm, you know, cameras on the tripod on my shoulder, carrying it, walking across the street. And we'd stop to cross the street. And one guy would be looking forward. You know, they, they always had their hands out. They always had their hands like, you know, out just like ready for, ready for whatever to pop off. And then the other guy would stand with his back to us looking behind us. So we were sandwiched with two guys looking out. And everybody was a threat. Everybody was a threat. Look at this guy. And they, and they had little walk there talking to each other's ears. Like, look at this fucking guy over here. What's he doing? What's he looking? What's he got? What's he got? Everybody. And the ironic part is that all the stations had hired, you know, like sketchy, not sketchy, but like hired outside security. So like all these guys are like looking around me and like, why is this guy, you know, talking into his arm? What's he got going on? And the other guy across the street's like, why is this guy talking into his arm? It was like the Spider-Man meme where they're all pointing at each other. There's a giant Spider-Man meme. Uh, the sixth worst, che- worst cheese is Buterkasa from the great 
country of Germany made, of course, from cow's milk. They say it pairs well with beer, but how can the sixth worst cheese pair well with anything? I don't know. Dave, you, your, uh, your detail here, your security detail, you called them military murderers. Are we going into like Jack Reacher territory where you've got like the military police, the people who police the military, and that's who was escorting you around? I haven't seen Jack Reacher, so I don't know where you're going. But today, all I could think about was two movies, Sicario and Zero Dark Thirty. I was Jessica Chastain in Zero Dark Thirty. And your boy, and was, your boy Carburetor was Benicio Del Toro? <laughs> and I was the woman. I was the woman in <laughs> Sicario too. Damn it. I've been typecast as a woman <laughs> in movies. This, this particular reference is just simply not for me. You haven't seen either of those movies? I haven't seen Sicario. Bro, I also don't know who Jessica it. Chastain is. That's the soccer player, right? Took no, that's Brandy. that's Brandy Chastain. Oh, that's good shout. Zach Jessica Bullitt Chastain was... is the redhead. Oh, the redhead, huh? He's in... Have you ever seen Interstellar? Yes. She's the redhead in Interstellar. She's the only woman in Interstellar. Which no, no, no. Anne Hathaway. The really old one. <laughs> She's the young version of the really old lady. So the child? She's the middle version. Of, okay, of that's what I'm asking. <laughs> I had the movie kind of fly, come back to me just then. <laughs> Actually, there's a bunch more women in it. What am I talking about? The same it's on sort of a time is a flat circle thing I was here. Just, yeah, I was just saying that. Zach, what, what was the last movie you saw? I want to see Interstellar again, but I can't. I can't watch it for free anywhere, um, and that's kind of holding me up. But that's my. I think that's my favorite movie. So, um, I, that's what's on it. What's next? I haven't seen a movie in a long time. What do you mean at all? Like, not even in. The, he's not talking about in theaters, right? You're not. You're just saying like you've watched a movie. Zach so for Barrett example, oh, you know what? You know what? What? You know what it was? Uh, about a month ago, I watched Bird Box for the first time. <laughs> How was that? I've never it, seen that. It was a good movie. I, I, it's one of those things where it's like everyone talks it up, and it gets talked about so much that you you feel like you don't even – that's what happened with Tiger King, right? Everyone was just oh, apeshit yeah. over Tiger King, and I'm like, I'm not watching this stupid show, and I still haven't. But I bet if I watched it, it would be good. That's how it was with Bird Box. Is everyone, everyone couldn't stop talking about that for like three weeks, at least, at least where I put my head on Twitter. And, yeah, there was a lot of bird box content. There was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh and it all went right over my head. And uh and now I'm now I'm making jokes two years later. Uh and everyone's just like, What dude, this is old. Are you in are you in Twitter beta? You're making bird box references. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love that. That would be a great concept for a Twitter account, is to just uh take old old kind of Twitter references and uh and viral type meme type things and and ask about and for the record i wasn't saying pronouncing it meme i was saying as in like meme ish like meme like oh meme things oh i got you i got you i got you (laughs) it's almost like that one time where i said uh that dude is acting sort of daddy if you remember that you both roast me hard on yeah, I don't remember not, that, but not going I get, better I get what you did. Around. I get what you did with the Mimi and the Daddy. When did you say the Daddy thing? Was that in Austin? 
Yeah, it would have, it would have had to have been. But and and uh, I thought for sure you guys would remember that, but that's all right. You're banging Mrs. Bib, huh? Wait, Nick, what's the last movie that you saw? Okay, so I last night for the first time watched Wolf of Wall Street. If you can believe that. And holy shit, there's a lot of drugs in that movie. Yeah, I didn't see that coming, did you? I mean, I I I had an idea that I was walking into something like very drug, sex, and rock and roll, but like, whoa. And Leo DiCaprio, I mean, I see why he won an Oscar because what a performance. Yeah, he didn't win it for that, though. I know. <laughs> that but was the joke. Range. He smoked crack. Ah, he did. Got- he did. The, honestly, though, the, the star of that movie are Jonah Hill's teeth. I could not stop looking at those, those pearly whites. Also, sidebar, um, if you guys haven't watched the – Netflix show history of curse words with Nick Cage uh, spoiler alert because I found out in that show that was then confirmed through the Wolf of Wall Street that Jonah Hill holds the record for most f-bombs in Hollywood history a stunning 107 times it's also a super long movie so he's got a lot of time to use all those f-bombs it's like deceptively long and I knew it was going to be a debaucherous movie. I didn't know it was going to be like just, I mean, it was like a legitimate just drugs the entire movie. I didn't really realize it was based on a guy's life. Like, obviously, I, I hope they take some embellishment, but like that dude at the, did. That dude at the did. end, the guy who's like introducing uh, DiCaprio after he's gone to jail and is now rehabbed and is like a motivational speaker. It's like it the real him. guy. That's the yeah, real Jordan right? Belfort. And, uh, I mean, he's wearing it, too, the real Jordan Belfort. Uh, he did not age well. Um, but so one other thing, Zach, your, your idea for a Twitter account that gets to stuff late is genius. This idea that you wait, like, two years, and then you're dropping, like, uh, like the cranberry longboarder shit on the internet or whatever whatever the fad may be bird box i think yeah. that's genius it's, it's a, a show up out of nowhere I got, I got some kofifi loaded and ready to go but i mean i think i need to wait a few more years but that let would it, age let a little it simmer bit. a little bit yeah, it's like like a fine cheese speaking of which cheese number five cheese number five is queso de burgos from spain Okay, it so is, another, uh, word, another word in another language that simply means cheese. Correct. <laughs> Spanish cheese. Um, it's, it, it's said to be a little acidy, which I'm not really sure how, but hey, you do you, queso de Burgos. Is it like cooked with uh, vinegar or something? Do you cook cheese? You know what? I guess you don't. It no. doesn't say. You ferment it says to eat it with honey, walnuts, or dry white wines. Oh, that's okay. That's a classic uh, charcuterie board cheese that yeah, like, doesn't that, get touched. Yeah, that's that charcuterie board cheese that no one really knows if it's cheese or if it's wax. Yeah, it's decorative. Shark <laughs> cheese. Total shark cheese. It's a candle. And that's it for that one. Yeah. You're Moving on. Bib, huh? Um... <laughs> 
You guys, what do you want to talk? I don't know. <laughs> Keep going with your cheese list. Oh, I thought we were we were sprinkling them in throughout the conversation. Okay, we number four. In the action. I can't think of the last movie that I saw. I've been trying to think of the last movie that I saw for the last five minutes. I can't even think of it. And I know that Dead I did. Air. Were you just giving me shit about not being able to think of one? Yeah, but you couldn't think of one because you hadn't. You haven't seen a movie. Right. You boycott you? movies. Why can't you? No, I watch I watch movies. I can't remember them because I have a brain injury. Apparently. Oh no. Yeah, I know it's serious. Number four, worst <laughs> cheese. Colby. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is that is a. Uh, it's I would say that's a little bit of an upset. I didn't think Colby was uh, that off putting. You know, Colby it's, Jack, a good Colby Jack, not bad. Yeah, that's 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 grocery store cheese. That's like that's like just default. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you need something to melt over something, so you just get Colby. It doesn't taste like anything. It's just like a, again, another waxy candle cheese. I disagree and, with that. And that's my take on. <laughs> and that's my take on Colby. That's a harsh take on Colby. What's good about Colby? Well, it's like a Mexican cheese. You can mix it with other cheeses. You know, no, no, Colby no. Jack. That's Mexican Jack? blend. That's Mexican blend. We're not talking versatility of the cheese. We're talking about just straight best up and worst cheese. Take a you bite. Start, of it. You start adding Jack to your Colby, you get a totally different animal. Jack changes everything. Well, what is the Jack? Jack cheese. Yeah, what is it? It's Number Jack. Three, Jack cheese. Jack cheese. You know, it's like Jack action or Jack, Jack Ryan. Buck. It just makes everything else, everything better. Jack Reacher. Jack oh, Reacher. Comes full circle. Jack Ripper, rip, the, the Ripper of Jack. Jack cheese is actually short for Monterey Jack. That would be the full name of the cheese. But it is, uh, yeah, it's just a, an American white semi-hard cheese. Wasn't that number 10 on our list? That was... Wasn't that Monterey Jack? Scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah. Oh, so you've got actually a pairing of top 10 worst cheeses in the Monterey Jack family. Check out the brain on bread. It's pretty bad. So you're, you're good at remembering which cheese was <laughs> number 10, but you can't remember the last uh, movie still you can't, saw. Still can't remember. He has, a, right, well. he has a special skill of remembering which cheese is number 10. <laughs> <laughs> I, have an I have a special set of skills. <laughs> Dave, I think number number three might be my number one, because number three is uh, Limburger, and it's gross. It just looks gross. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Like a good bad one, right? Yeah, it's a really good bad one. It's like ripe and crusty and crumbly, and they like set it out in a field for three months, and is, mosquitoes is are attracted to it. Is that the one? Hey, what's the what's what's the one where they roll down the hill in England and everyone chases after the big wheel? <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, was Lindberger named after famous uh, pilot Charles Lindberger? No, it was, it was named just after Lindbergh. the Lind yeah, No, it's just town Lindbergh. of Lindbergh. So it's not named after no relation Charles Lindenberger. Zach, I don't think so. No, what? but your question about the cheese rolling down the hill, 
There's an excellent series of documentaries on Netflix called uh, uh, We Are the Champions. Is that the weird sport? That weird sports one on Netflix? Yeah. And they go they go into this cheese rolling thing. I'll tell you, I've got it right here. I'll do just... it because because watching things is the new reading things. I just I can't I can't get up for it. Well, I am into that. I can't. I yeah. I can't tell either. me. But Zach, here's the thing: we're talking to an audience of 33 people here. Well, Maybe one think, of those 33 people want to watch. I think all 33. I just can't wait for Elon Elon Musk to take a little needle thing and put a chip through my ear and that way I'll just know shit and I won't have to watch it and I won't have to read it and at some point I'll get the option to choose if I want to listen to it or not I would just like to know what kind of cheese it is shout out to the 33 people that listen though that's up 10 from the first week we're growing fellas we're growing right there big growth big growth all right the cheese that rolls down the hill in England. This isn't going to be satisfying for you, Zach, because mm. it's called a double Gloucester cheese. Oh, Gloucester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I found that satisfying. Yeah. Okay. Is it spelled like uh, like Worcestershire? Like uh, there's an unnecessary... Like Gloucesterman. Yeah, there's an extra syllable in there. Yeah, there's, yeah there's I would say there. like to the eye, it should be pronounced Gloucester, but uh, it's yep. Gloucester. Well, that can fuck right off. But other than that, it's good to know. All right, here's where here's Wait, where this what's list the backstory. Comes. What's the backstory behind Jason a wheel of cheese down the hill? Well, Dave, if you went and watched this documentary that <laughs> no, I was Oh, I reading. want Zach to tell me because he's the brainy, he's the he's the guy. What guy? I just I'm the one who asked the question. You knew about it. Yeah, I know about a lot of things, but I don't know what they are. Fair enough. You, so what you're looking for is like the origin of why these people chase a roll a wheel of cheese down a 200 yard hill do they eat the cheese afterwards no the cheese is it's like a trophy if you're the first one down the hill you take the cheese and you like write your name on it and you get to take it as a trophy yeah i was gonna say it sounds like grass cheese and that sounds like no fun no you're not eating that wheel (laughs) but since you asked why they do it no one really knows it's just been a thing they do at that hill for decades it's England. Ah, centuries old. Guys get really, don't they get super injured because they sprint <laughs> down like a 45 degree hill? What an embarrassing way to explain like a serious injury that you had. Like I blew my Jason knee out. Cheese. What'd you do? Ah, I was chasing that goddamn wheel of cheese <laughs> down the hill again. Oh, you know me, the old big rat chasing <laughs> the cheese. You know me. <laughs> Imagine having to call your boss the next day. Can't come into work. I dislocated both my shoulders, rolling down a 200-yard hill after a wheel of cheese. Well, in England, that's that's like, I don't know, Saturday, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. We all think so. Number two on this list is where the list loses me. Because number two on the list of... Worst cheeses, according to worstcheeses.com, is Pepper Jack. Another Jack! And that's yeah. some bullshit. That's some bull Jack. I'm going to need to see some credentials now because Pepper Jack is delicious. I don't know. They got the domain name, so I trust it. Yeah, that's right. They are kind of the, kind of the experts on it. Imagine being the first to .com and knowing exactly what you want to tell people. Yeah. And so you lock down 
world's worst cheeses or worstcheeses.com. And sure enough, it's exactly what it is, what it says it is. Imagine being the, could have gone haywire really quickly. Yeah. And now, Back in 1994, it. when uh, Al Gore was creating the internet, old, uh, old, old, you know, father Martin called up his guy and said, Hey, reserve me this domain name. Uh, he said, sir, what would you like it to be? And he says, well, I'm going to describe uh, the worst cheeses on the planet. And so what would you recommend? And he says, why? Well, let me tell you, worstcheeses.com. And to this day, it stands true to its name. So the number one worst cheese in the world is called, not going to make a difference, Kasu Marzu. But the reason it's the world's worst cheese is that it's actually illegal to sell and or eat this cheese because of the health risks. It's made from sheep's milk in Sardinia, which is a island off the coast of Italy. And it is a type of a pecorino in the pecorino family of cheese. But casu marsu, when translated in English, means rotten cheese referring to live insect larvae, i.e. maggots, which can be found in the cheese after the fermentation process. They're actually put, these larvae are put into the cheese to help it decompose and break down the fat in the cheese, creating a bizarre texture and by God, making it dangerous to be eaten. So there you go. I have a real problem with people that do that that try to be like the weirdos that are like, oh, this cheese is so bad, you can't even eat it, but I make it all the time and I love it. Like, who are you people? Who does that? Who does that? Because there are people that do that. I don't do that. Thank God. Podcast canceled. Ruined it. All right, I know I have a. I don't know the last movie that I saw, but I've had my memory jogged. I saw. I saw Tenet. Terrible. What is it? It's the Chris, new Christopher Nolan movie. I have two issues with this. One. You guys are giving me some blank stares like you didn't know that this was supposed to be like the blockbuster movie of 2020. And yet you forgot that you had seen it. Well, I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it on a website pirated. So, yeah. yeah. And plus, it was a forgettable movie. It was not good. It was terrible. Thanks for that. I'm going to have to edit that out now to try and protect you. So, thanks for creating extra work for me. I mean, I saw it perfectly legally in a crowded movie theater during a pandemic. Thank you. No, it was, uh, well, among the bones that I have with it was, it was like Inception, except, you know how in Inception, in between dreams, they would like explain like, hey, you know, like this is, these are what levels are. And like, there was like that exposition that kind of like helped you understand what was going on and like the chemistry and everything. Tenet, just like eliminate those scenes. So like, you're in you're in the fourth you're in the fourth tier of a dream imagine and you're just like yeah make sense of it yeah 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 follow along the second bone that i have with it is my really my bone 
with uh, Denzel Washington Jr., Denzel Washington's kid, who's also in Ballers. I don't think his name's Denzel Washington Jr., no, but continue. Uh, is it John David? David yes. John? John, John David. David? He's in it. He's a bad actor. Bold. And what, what I mean by that is, every time I see him in something, I know he is acting. He stinks. I know he's acting. I know that this is a guy playing a guy in a movie. And you're, I'm never able to not see that. What's his name again? John David Washington. He sounds like he played quarterback at USC. I hate to break this to you, Dave, and this may shatter your whole illusion. Break here, it. But break it. Every person you see in a movie is an actor playing another person. Not every single all of one. Them, though. Not all of them. Okay, unless they're a cameo. <laughs> they're doing a cameo. You seen the Irishman? Those guys aren't acting. I'm not sure all those guys are alive still. No, they're dead. So that's my beef with Tenet. Not a good movie, but I but, but I recommend people to see it to let me know that. Like, what, do you guys like movies that you aren't smart enough to understand? Is that a good movie or a bad movie? If you leave a movie theater not knowing what if it was even good or not. I think it depends on the level of confusion. And what I, what I mean by that is, like, am I walking out of the movie theater thinking critically, trying to make sense of something that um, maybe was too subtle or was meant to be thought-provoking? But if it was just poorly put together, like there wasn't enough plot to help me understand what was going on, then I'm just going to get frustrated and be like, yeah, this was a bad movie. It was so confusing. I was angry when I left the movie theater, so to speak. That crowded movie theater. Yet another because, example of you being the resident dad. That is a very dad move, getting confused by something and then just getting angry. No, what is what no. is this? What is this tic-tac, tick-tock application? I don't understand it. I don't get it. No, it's really what my son, my infant son does when he can't figure out how to put a square peg in a square hole and he fucking spasses out and starts yelling. That's what I did when I finished watching Tenet. Kids having problems putting square pegs into square holes, huh? Not a great start for him. It's a skill you got to learn. It's a skill you got to learn. I I struggle sometimes. I also saw a movie called Let Him Go, which is like a Kevin Costner Western. Sounds bad. It was bad, actually. I'm glad you said that. It was a, uh, was it a Netflix movie? I don't remember what it came out on, but obviously there were no like movies this year. Kevin Costner of- seems to be in the Netflix stage of his career. He's kind yeah, of under Adam you know Sandler's that show that he has. You know that show that he has that people love? Yellowstone. Uh, yes, Yellowstone. This movie was like a, hey, we have all this costume and we're still on the set and we're paying the crew of Yellowstone for another two months. Let's make this other movie. And that's what it is. <laughs> How about this? <clears throat> a retired sheriff and his wife, grieving over the death of their son, set out to find their only grandson. 
let him go. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, the, I mean, I, 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 no, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I'm not a huge Costner guy, but I like westerns, and this was like kind of a western. There are western tropes to it, if you will. Um, but uh, no, not unless Costner's playing the GM of the Cleveland Browns. If we're talking westerns, I've seen the trailer to uh, Tom Hanks's. I've, new... That's on my list. That's on my list. I watched the first three minutes of that the other night, actually. Three minutes, and what'd you think? I stopped watching after three minutes, but I didn't have a whole movie in me. I was never going to watch the whole thing. Well, here's here's the here's the synopsis. Ready? <clears throat> a civil war. Wow, that was terrible. <laughs> <sighs> A Civil War veteran agrees to deliver a girl taken by the Kiowa people years ago to her aunt and uncle against her will. They travel hundreds of miles, face grave dangers as they search for a place that either can call home. News of the world. The Kiowas, fun fact, they were a tribe of Comanche that were in the Texas Panhandle, somewhere in that ballpark. And there's a high school where their nickname is the Kiowas. No hard it's R there. List. It's on my list. I want to see it because I like a Western and I like Hanks, but I got a bad feeling about it. I need to, I need to update my most recent movie watch because I just remember what I, what I saw on the plane okay. last week. It was a Tom Hanks movie. It was The Post. I thought that movie stunk. That's what everyone says. I kind of enjoyed it. Do you like a newspaper movie? Yeah. See, I'm a sucker for a newspaper movie too. I think Spotlight is like one of the greatest movies ever made. 100%. But The Post, woof. It's a little slow. It's a little slow. I don't even know what. It's been so long since I've seen it, but. How about this? <clears throat> you like Meryl Streep? You a Meryl Streep guy? I don't. I, I, she's one of those names that I know and know is like an iconic actress. Um, but like, I can't ever picture her. And then when she shows up in a movie, I'm like, is that? Jody Foster, who is that? Who am I watching here? Is that Meryl? That Betty White? Yeah, no, no. There's who's the other one? There's Meryl Streep, and there's another one I get mixed up with. There, like a who played um the Devil Wears Prada? Oh, oh, wasn't that Meryl Streep? Was that Meryl? Well, well, you know what? I have this machine in front of me. It was Meryl Streep. Type in your motherboard. Well, I was gonna say this. I think I'm on the. You just confused. <laughs> he just confused Meryl Streep for Meryl Streep. Well, no, I was gonna, no. I was gonna say Zach. I think I'm on the opposite end of that spectrum. I feel like I'm seeing Meryl Streep everywhere, and like really? even when it's not Meryl Streep, I'm walking down the street and I'm like, "There's Street on Streep Street," but it's not Street. Barbara Streisand. No, is that who you're confusing her with? No. All right, I'm just gonna type old actresses. Perfect. I'm interested to see what this search turns up. Hope you did it on safe search. Why does it say Judy Garland? That's too old. You need a live actresses. You need live old actresses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Type that in. Let me know what you find. Old actresses still alive. <laughs> All right. Now you have to marry your mother-in-law. Dang it, this is going to kill me. I'm dying to know who you're thinking of. Yeah. It's, is it's it Meryl Streep again? It's not Judy Dench. 
Oh, Dame, you know who it Dame is? Dame Duty Dent. Dame Duty Dent. I got Dame it, Zach. Yeah. Zach, put this in your Google machine. Glenn Close. No, it's not Glenn Close, but Judy Dench looks like Glenn Close, doesn't she? They both Honestly, look like Meryl Streep. No, they don't. Okay, <laughs> They're both old white ladies. That's about it. Meryl Streep or... Shit. Oh, like it's a game? Yeah, I was hoping someone else would be like, do you like Meryl Streep? Dylan McDermott or both Dylan Mulroy? Dylan Mulroy. David Schwimmer, Thurman Mulvaney or something. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That game. See, it's Glenn Close is the one that she's most thought to most look like. Yeah, he might be right. But honestly, Glenn Close isn't even like in things anymore, though. Right? Nah. Nah. She's like Glenn Farr now. Just going to leave that there. It's a chunky. Yeah. Oh, uh, is it Diane Keaton? I think Diane Ooh, Keaton. Ooh, that could be Ooh. it. But she's not as old, I don't think. She ain't old? She looks pretty old. She, she's uh, she's showing up on my search. I don't know if she's giving me street oh. vibes, but Glenn she's Close an old white lady. Old. But, but, but it's not like a, you look like each other. It's a, no, it's a you I mean, just confuse them for each other. Cause yeah, like, like I get, I get white act, old lady actresses. I get um, um, Willem Dafoe and William H. Macy mixed up. And I think they actually do kind of look similar. Yeah, they do. And also the name is sort of similar. So that's where I stand on that. Okay, that makes sense. Another movie that I saw, The Way Back. Starring Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah. You saw that? Yeah, I saw it on a plane. Yeah, that was pre-pandemic. I remember I watched that before the pandemic started. I didn't think I think it had potential, but they didn't do it right. Well, the way that I would describe it is, it's not a basketball movie. No, like they have to movie. play. Ba- it's a drinking movie. It's a drinking Am I movie. right? Where's my gin? <laughs> but it was a lot. It was a lot. I thought it was an okay movie, but I I, I wouldn't chalk it up as a uh, a good sports movie because I don't think it was really a, it was not a sports movie. It was you know then you get into the weeds. Am I right? If we're just tossing movies out that we've seen, have you guys seen Palm Springs? It's a Hulu yeah. original. Yeah, I saw that. Excellent film. Yeah, I liked it. It was like Groundhog Day, which I love, but better and also weirder. But also Andy well, Samberg was in it. Far weirder. Far weirder. No, I really like that movie. I mean, I love Andy Samberg, but I thought that movie was very solid. I thought it did a really good job of making a lot of kind of poignant uh, observations about the human condition while wrapping it in, like, funny. Binge drinking? Yeah. And, like, J.K. Simmons is dressed in camouflage shooting Andy Samberg with a crossbow. Like, yeah, there's... I think it's just, it touches on a lot of really interesting things, but it does it in such a uh, subtle and, and funny way. It's just a really well done film. I think J.K. Simmons is one of the most underrated actors of all time. He's solid. And he's always playing that, like he's never a main character, but he's always the guy that makes a movie great. So you've seen, um, Cara, is it called Cara? No, shit, what is it called? Where he's the, dr- the drum instructor? Whiplash. Whiplash, yeah. I haven't seen that. that. I haven't seen that. Yeah. That's an amazing movie. Um, 
And then he's also in a movie called Extract. Have you seen that one? I've heard of that, but I have not seen it. Yeah, it's a comedy with Jason Bateman. And uh, oh, it's like a warehouse, right? Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like you can get a guy who can do both of those things. I know there's a lot of actors that can do the serious or the funny, but um, yeah, I don't know. Those are those are like two of my favorite movies, and he's he's always he's always in like sneaky good movies. I feel like he does do funny really well. He does do funny really well. He does it because it's like dry or yeah, like which um, is kind of matter of fact. Right up, Mister Mister Zach Saltine Barrages Alley. I thought you were the Saltine guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. You want to get back into one. this? No, dry mouth. <laughs> All my negative feedback on our podcast was stemmed from the dry mouth conversation. I oh, had, I want to get to I that. I'm hearing a lot of this, so you're you're moisturizing or something. Did you ask your mom? I'm well watered pib. No, I didn't ask my mom. I forgot. You're banging Mrs. Pib, huh? I'm she likes that kind of content, you. I'm sure. Also, J.K. Simmons I is saw. the J.K. Simmons is the yellow M&M in the M&M commercials. It looks just like him. Yeah, because he's bald. Are you guys Pete Davidson fans? I, Unfortunately, I Dave, know, that's going to have to be for the next episode because we are fresh out of time. Thanks for listening no! to the podcast. No, The King of Staten Island was an okay movie. Boys are back in town.